very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Yes, a very warm welcome to you at the end of this day. I suppose when we get to the end of the day, we all feel a little bit weak and tired and uh, just want to put our feet up and rest for a moment. But there are lots of people like you and I who come to the end of the day and we simply want to say, Lord, we haven't forgotten. We know that you are here. We know that you have accompanied us throughout the day. Oh, we simply want to say thank you and help us to praise you as we come to this moment. But you know, we can't do that on our own. We need the help of the Lord. So let's ask the Lord to be with us as we ask, O Lord, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A time will come for singing When all your tears are shed When sorrow's chains are broken and broken.
cares for the weak and oppressed. Psalm 10. The Lord has given security to the upright man. In the Lord I have taken my refuge. How can you say to my soul, fly like a bird to its mountain? See the wicked bracing their bow. They are fixing their arrows on the string to shoot upright men in the dark. Foundations once destroyed, what can the just do? The Lord is in his holy temple, the Lord whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world, his gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the just and the wicked, the lover of violence he hates. He sends fire and brimstone on the wicked. He sends a scorching wind as their lot. The Lord is just and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord cares for the weak and oppressed. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. Psalm 14 Who shall be worthy to stand before the Lord? Lord, who shall be admitted to your tent and dwell on your holy mountain? He who walks without fault, he who acts with justice and speaks the truth from his heart, he who does not slander with his tongue. He who does no wrong to his brother, who casts no slur on his neighbor, who holds the godless in disdain, but honors those who fear the Lord. He who keeps his pledge, come what may, who takes no interest on the loan, who accepts no bribes against the innocent, such a man will stand firm forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. God chose us in his Son and made us his adopted sons. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him. He destined us in love to be his sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, which he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace which he lavished upon us. He has made known to us in all wisdom and insight the mystery of his will, according to his purpose which he set forth in Christ. His purpose he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God chose us in his Son and made us his adopted sons. Our Gospel reading this evening is taken from the Gospel according to John, chapter 8, verses 12 to 20. Jesus said to the people, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will not be walking in the dark. He will have the light of life. At this, the Pharisees said to him, You are testifying on your own behalf. Your testimony is not valid. And Jesus replied, It is true that I am testifying on my own behalf, but my testimony is still valid because I know where I come from and where I am going. But you do not know where I come from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I judge no one, but if I judge, my judgment will be sound, because I am not alone. The one who sent me is with me, and in your law it is written that the testimony of two witnesses is valid. I may be testifying on my own behalf, but the Father who sent me is my witness too. And then they asked him, Where is your father? And Jesus answered, You do not know me, nor do you know my father. If you did know me, you would know my father as well. He spoke these words in the treasury while teaching in the temple. And no one arrested him because his time had not yet come.
Well, today we have the, this gospel which speaks about, I think, two things. One is testifying to Jesus. And the other thing is being sent by the Father, the mission of the church. And these are two, I think, very important elements in the gospel today. Being sent, the mission of the church, a very, very important um, element in the whole administration, life of the church, being sent. And Jesus is very conscious of being sent by the Father. And you see the scribes and the Pharisees, the people that Jesus was talking to now, their problem was that Jesus was testifying. But they said, you're testifying on your own behalf. And Jesus says, but you don't know the Father. I know the Father because I come from the Father. I am sent by the Father and I'm sent into the world. I know the Father, but you don't know the Father. And so this kind of knowing the Father, I think is vitally, vitally important for us as we listen to the gospel here today. And if we're going to be Christians, is to know that Jesus is sent by the Father and he's sent into the world, and he will go back to the Father. So he knows the Father. And we know from the life of Jesus how every day he would go to the mountains and spend time in prayer. Doing what? Conversing with the Father. Putting to the Father all his problems and all the difficulties he might have been going through. Or simply just being with the Father. So he was sent by the Father, and so he knows the Father from whom he comes. And Jesus, aware of this mission of the Father, is very conscious to be a witness. And this is what testifying means. It means being a witness of the Father. And I think for us as disciples of Jesus, we are called upon to be witnesses of Jesus. And in some ways also witnesses of the Father. But how can we be witnesses we can only be witnesses. We can only testify if we remember that we are sent by the Father, that we are sent by Jesus, and, and this is very important, that we know Jesus. You see, Jesus, he came. He spent so much time on the mountainside, for example, praying to his Father and so on. He was in union with his Father. And this being in union with the Father is a vitally important element of testifying, of being a witness. You know, when somebody goes as an ambassador to a particular uh, country and so on, that person goes because he knows from where he is coming, that he represents the government, he represents the country from which he comes. So that's a very important thing to remember. And so if we are going to be testifying to Jesus Christ, if we are going to come to know the Father, then like Jesus, you and I have to spend time with Jesus. And that's why when we look down through the history of the church, isn't it true we find the saints of the church, the people who have gone before us, the people to whom we look up to and say, these are people who really in some ways, not in some ways, but in all ways, lived their life faithful to Jesus. They would spend time with the Lord in prayer, time before the Blessed Sacrament, time reading the Scriptures, coming to know the Lord. 
And it's only when we have spent time with the Lord that we are going to be able to testify and remember that we are sent on a mission. And now to see now, there are two things that I want you to take away. One is we need to be in union with the Lord. That's communion with the Lord. A very important element in the whole history of the church and the theology of the church. We need to be in union with the Lord. But the other end of the spectrum is the missio, the mission, being sent on a mission to witness and to testify. And we need to have these two kind of called extremes at the end of the spectrum. One is being in union with the Lord and the other is being sent. Communio and mission. Communion and mission. Jesus is very conscious of that. And so he could speak with authority. He could speak and say, I know what I'm talking about because I have been constantly in union with my Father. And so no matter what you say, I know because I am one with the Father. And so if we are going to be convinced, if we are going to have a conviction about our Christianity and about our faithfulness to Jesus, then we too need to spend time with the Lord and to remember it's from that communion with the Lord that we are sent out in mission to the world. Jesus was conscious of that. He did that. But the people to whom he spoke didn't realize that. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. I bear witness to myself, says the Lord. And the Father who sent me bears witness to me. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I bear witness to myself, says the Lord, and the Father who sent me bears witness to me. Now let us call on the name of the Lord Jesus, who saves his people from their sins. Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on us. 
Christ our Lord, you gave yourself up for the church to make her holy. Renew her once more through the spirit of repentance. Good Master, let young people discover that way of life which you have planned for each one of them. May they be faithful to your grace and fulfill your will for them. Give hope to the sick and make them well again. Help us to comfort and take care of them. In baptism, you made us sons of the Father. May we live for you now and always. And grant to the faithful departed peace and glory. And let us reign with them one day in your heavenly kingdom. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, your abounding grace has enriched us with every blessing. Transform us from our sinful condition to newness of life, and prepare us for the glory of your kingdom. And we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, come down upon you and remain with you always.
I will sing the wondrous story, a well-known hymn, a favorite hymn, and I hope you enjoy that as we come to the end of our evening prayer. Well, it's always lovely being with you at the end of the day. I hope you've had a wonderful day and that soon you're going to be at home with your loved ones. But if you're already at home, sitting there, just with your Bibles in your hands or your breviaries in your hand, just praying with me the evening prayer of the church, it's always lovely being with you. Thank you for joining me at this hour. And please do tell your friends about Radio Veritas. Tell them about this particular program that you love so very much. Always nice sharing with you. And let's remember to pray for one another. So... That's about all we have time for this evening. I'm going to leave you now to pray the Angelus and the Rosary again. So from me, Father Emil, it's good night and God bless.